Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of the Lit Podcast. Today's episode is episode 36, and today's topic is when dealing with you is destroying me. Again, let me say that again. When dealing with you is destroying me. Let's get into it. A lot of times when I'm talking about when dealing with you is destroying me, I'm talking about situations where you're dealing with somebody or you're 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 in a relationship with somebody or you're friends with somebody, but they are either so negative or they're so toxic or the things that they say to you hurt you so bad, it silently destroys you. Because ego is built not just from yourself, but from the people that you're around or the people that you deal with. And if you have someone that's constantly telling you things negative about yourself or someone that really doesn't want you to succeed or someone that just constantly puts you down, that, that silently destroys who you are. And when you're dealing with them, a lot of times it's destroying you. It's destroying, it's destroying who you are. So when you, you know, the topic when you when dealing with you is destroying me, that basically means that the people that you are subjecting yourself to or the people that you're around, or the person that you're in a relationship with, or the person that you deal with the most, doesn't make you feel good. They're not positive. They're not trying to bring you peace and happiness. They say little things to you that just kind of silently destroy you. And your ego will not allow you to address it all the time, and then sometimes you can't address it, and they just don't care. They don't care enough. You're not valuable enough to them to change their behavior. Or change what they say. You're, you don't mean enough to them for them to adjust their attitude. When you're in that situation, what do you do? How do you handle it? Most of the time, you need to make a change. And it's okay. It's okay to be by yourself. Now, let me give you some examples. Let's take Tim and Tammy. Tim is a decent guy. He works hard, makes decent money. And he really cares for Tammy, and he's in love with Tammy. But Tammy is a very volatile person. She constantly tells him what he's not doing, puts him down. Every time he has any real form of masculinity, she repels him. Then she'll complain, well, he doesn't do this. He doesn't put the effort forward. He's not doing what I need. He's not being there like I need him to be. And when somebody asks him, you know, have you told him? Well, no. As a man, he should know those things. He should already know what a woman needs or what, what I like. He should be satisfying me. But how in the world does Tammy expect Tim to want to satisfy her when she emasculates him? When she puts him down? When she makes him feel like he's not worthy? When she repels his masculinity? Anytime he shows any form of masculinity... She either challenges it or repels it and then wonders why he doesn't want to deal with her or wonders why he doesn't put forth a genuine effort. Now, in the beginning, if the situation started off like that, Tim may tolerate that for a while. He may keep trying and doing and helping and thinking that, you know what, if I do enough, she'll appreciate my effort and eventually get to the point where she values me. But... If that's not who she is, if she, she may not be even capable of valuing him. If that's not what she wants, 
he can forget it. No matter what he does for her, no matter how hard he tries, she she might not be good for him. She just might be toxic. Or she could be traumatized. She could have come out of a relationship prior to him where she don't trust, her feelings were hurt, she's emotionally damaged, and what she said to herself is, I'll never be so weak to a man that he can damage me again. I will be in control. I will be strong. I will make sure that I'm not catering to him so if he doesn't doesn't treat me right or if it doesn't end up right, I don't feel weak and healthy. Well, when you're in that type of situation, it's nothing but toxicity. Because even though if Tim doesn't say anything, internally she's damaging him. Internally, she's making him feel like he's less. Internally, she's making him feel not worthy of value. Then, one day some random female comes along and sees Tim and says, you know what, that's a pretty nice guy. And he's got some things going for him. And she shows him some attention. She treats him nice. And she's kind to him. And if she acts like she's happy to see him, Tim's rolling. Because even a dog will go to who pets it the most. Just think about it. If you got a dog in the household, and it started off that one person, like Tammy, started petting and taking care of the dog. But over time, she got bored with the dog. Or over time, she got frustrated with the dog. And she stopped petting it and treating it nice. When the dog come around, she told the dog, go on. You're just in the way. But then there's another person that came over there that started petting the dog. Who do you think the dog's going to go to? It is human nature to go where you are treated the best. And people say, well, you know what? They shouldn't have done that. They shouldn't have, they shouldn't have, shouldn't have moved on. They shouldn't have went. Why? Because if you're not being treated well, why do you constantly stay in that position? That makes no sense. And then here's a fallacy that I want to come from. Women constantly think that men go out and cheat just because they see a woman and she looks good. Because when you hear women and they and they find out that man is cheating with another woman, the first thing they say is, she don't look better than me. Or they want to see if she looks better than them. That's all they care about. But men, normally, if they cheat, it's because somebody stroked their ego when you when the woman was. If Tim goes out and messes around on Tammy, it's not because he just saw a woman that looked good. It's because she gave him something that he was missing. And it's not sex. And this is the biggest fallacy that I've ever heard. And if you talk to many guys if I'm out here talking with guys and interviewing them and this and that and I ask them something you know what all they want is peace let me say that again majority of them just want some peace they want to be able to go home or deal with whoever they dealing with or date and have some peace if they cannot obtain that then eventually when somebody gives them peace or somebody acts like they're happy to see them or somebody is smiling and constantly trying to be fun, they're attracted to that because they don't have it at home. All they got is drama at home. I know some men that walk in the door, and as soon as they walk in the door, the woman hits them with what they got to do, the bills that need to be paid, what's going on, all the problems, what's going on with the kids, and what's happening here and there. 
What's fun to come home from that? You name me one man that wants to leave a job and go home and clock into another job. Nobody. But many women don't understand they make their houses like another job. There's too many tasks. There's too many duties. There's too many things. Now, I'm saying men just want to go home and not have no responsibility. But they want to be in an environment where it's at least fun and at least the woman acts like she's happy to see them. If you can't provide that, then don't get mad when your man looks elsewhere or he decides he doesn't want to be home. He starts working extra shifts or he drives home and sits out in the driveway to 30 minutes to an hour because he don't want to go in the house because his masculinity has been repelled. And sometimes women don't understand. They do it subconsciously. I mean, you know, they don't understand that that, that that's what they're doing. But when they're challenging him or they're calling him names or they're criticizing him or yelling and fussing, all you're doing is pushing him further away. Now, let's switch things up because it just ain't all the women. Men play their part too. Let's take Mike and Sarah. Mike and Sarah have been together for two, three years. Okay, and I'm just using names. I don't want to use actual names, but I actually know people like these. But Mike and Sarah have been together two or three years. Mike, all he wants to do is work, come home, and maybe get on Xbox or get on PlayStation, play his game, and not talk much, not interact, and go to bed. Other than the, the few moments they have sex, you know, through the week. He's not really engaged. Well, then when Sarah starts getting attention from somebody else, or somebody else wants to listen to her, or pay attention to what she wants to talk about, or actually zeroes in and focuses on her, she starts feeling an attraction. And then Michael turn around and get mad and say, you know what, you shouldn't have went to that person, or you shouldn't have done that, but he ignored her. He never took time out to listen to what she was saying. He never took time out to try to interact with her. So who's it blank? And all I'm saying is, is this. It all boils down to when you when dealing with you is destroying me. No matter which side it is, when you're dealing with somebody and they are destroying who you are or destroying how you feel about yourself, it gets you to a point where you just don't want to deal. It gets you to a point where you don't feel like moving forward. And you get to a point where you say, you know what? I don't even want to go home. I don't even want to deal with this person. Then we get upset when people are at work and they create what they call work husbands or work wives and this and that, because those people are pleasant. Those people are fun to talk to. Those people are fun to do things with. They are excited to see the person. Sure, they hadn't invested time. They hadn't put time in. They don't understand that after you get through the honeymoon phase, you get down to dealing with real life issues. They don't understand that. But you have to understand whether you are male or female, that if you make somebody feel bad constantly, it is normal for them to be attracted to somebody that makes them feel positive. 
Now you can go and take a, a situation where a woman can be very attractive. I mean, drop dead gorgeous. And she'll think that her looks and who she is just can hold a man. But if her attitude repels that man's masculinity or she emasculates him all the time, then he can turn to a woman that's less attractive and find her more appealing. Why? Because as human beings, we generally like people that make us feel good. We generally are attracted to people that make us feel better about ourselves. We generally are attracted to people that we can laugh with. That's just human nature. I mean, I don't care whether you're a male or a female. It is fun to deal with somebody that makes you deal feel okay. That makes you feel great. That gives you good feelings. It even helps build your self-esteem. And when we ignore those facts or we ignore that person, then we end up being on the other end of the fence. But... Here's something that my dad told me years ago when I was young. And I mean, I, I mean years ago. He said, don't ever depend on anybody to make you happy. You have to make yourself happy. And I think that's a powerful statement. Because many times we look toward individuals to find happiness in. Or we look for individuals to know what to do to make us happy or keep us engaged. You got to make yourself happy because if you don't have peace within yourself or come to a point where you're happy, it's hard. I don't care who it is. It's hard for you to be happy with anyone else. If you come out of a traumatic situation where you're hurt and damaged, give yourself time to heal. It might take a year. It might take two years. It might take three years, but give yourself time to heal before you dig into another relationship because all you're going to do is bring all those feelings and damages in with you. And you're probably going to ruin something that'll probably be positive. But you got trust issues. Or you got situations that you are not over. Or you still in love with your ex or your former person that you dated. Don't, don't take that to somebody else. Heal. Take time out to get yourself together. Understand who you are and what you need. And you'll make better decisions. But many times, you take couples and they are in relationships and they don't treat each other well. And they don't understand that if that person is to the point where they're destroying you or they're making you feel like less on a daily basis, that's not healthy. You have to find a way to either fix it where they see you and understand the damage that they're doing to you or you need to remove yourself. Now, because you have kids or you got situations or you've been married a certain time period or you're living together, it's not always easy just to release people. But it is easy for you to actually be forward with them and tell them like, listen, what you say to me or the things that you're doing to me is destroying who I am. It's not making me feel good. And if you can't stop, or if you can't bring yourself to value me, then we're going to have to look at some type of solution. That's telling yourself the truth, and that's telling them the truth. And if you get to that point, then you'll get you'll get in a better situation. 
have you ever been talking to somebody and about something that mattered to you and they kind of just looked over and started talking about their problem? Or have you ever been talking to somebody and they just, just you could just tell they weren't engaged, they didn't care anything about you, what you were saying? But you have never stopped and said, you know what? I need you to pay attention when I'm talking to you. I need you to care about this because it matters to me. Now, if after you express that and they don't change, then they just don't care about you, period. You're not valuable enough for them to pay attention. But if you never told them, some people are clueless. Some people just don't get it. Especially if they've been in a relationship for a while. They don't understand that the things they're doing or the things they're saying or the word, way they're moving is hurting you. But if you do not articulate that to them, if you don't say that to them, how do you expect them to ever know? Sometimes you have to say that shit. That's right. You have to say that shit. You have to tell them that what you are doing and the way that you're moving and the things that you say to me are not good for me. They don't they don't help me. They hurt. Sometimes you have to address the issue and let them know that they're destroying you. And then sometimes you have to remove it totally out of your life. But you have to take it on. You just can't sit back and keep going years or time or months on months dealing with a situation that is just bringing you down. Now, understand, every day is not going to be a good day. Everything is not going to always happen the way you want. But if it's always toxic, if it's always to the point where they have no control when they get mad, they say vicious things to you and make you feel like you're less, that's not healthy. You have to find a way to remove yourself from that. And you have to find a way to get yourself into a position where you feel good about you. Now that doesn't mean you can just get rid of something and cross something up or just leave it today. But you do have to make the decision, an active decision, that I'm not going to keep living like this. If you're not getting what you want in life, it's nobody's fault but yours. Let me say that again. If you are not getting what you want in life, it's nobody's fault but yours. Because you decide what you tolerate. And you decide what you put up with. Now, sometimes removing yourself from a situation that is physically abusive is hard. But the process has to start somewhere. Even if you have to seek help, the process has to start somewhere. Well, that's it for today, people. And I hope you enjoyed the Lit Podcast. And as always, stay free, love yourself, and always stay lit.